Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. So glad you've joined me here on the Great Man Podcast. Let's dive in. I have just had a fascinating week. I wish you had been with me. I was attending a conference, a big international conference, and many of the men at this conference listen to this podcast, read my books. I'm very grateful. doesn't matter what the conference was. And I had chance, I had opportunities to sit down with men from Africa, men from Bahrain, men from the United Arab Emirates, men from Australia and New Zealand, uh, men from the Philippines, men from Europe. I could go on and on. Men of almost every skin color, men from every region of the world. Um, and the, the common ground was, at least amongst the men that I talked about that I'm relating to you now, uh, was that they are men who are striving to be better men. They are men who want to be great men, noble men, righteous men. And so they're somewhere in the world calling men to be the best they can be, but they are also enduring critics. And this is what I want to talk to you about. I talked to a leader from Africa who said that he literally is on a university campus uh, where there's such a reaction to men that there's a hashtag used on Twitter, uh, hashtag men are trash. Uh, that the, the other places in the world, uh, the phrase toxic masculinity is thrown around as though it's the only kind of masculinity in the world. Uh, some places in the world, they are dealing with just a, an outpouring of anger, especially when there's been a, a highly patriarchal kind of uh, leadership or kind of structure. Uh, one of the men I spoke with from Africa is coming out of a tribal background, obviously highly led by men, highly patriarchal, and there's been a reaction to it now with a new generation of girls on the university campuses, a reaction to some of the laws and some of the marital laws and property laws and, and the way succession happens within some of the African tribes. And so the women are furious at men and they're, they're, they're drawing strength from Western women who are you know far more privileged and, and they're reacting. You see what I'm talking about. And so almost all of these men, whatever else they might have wanted to talk about in their personal lives, whatever else they might have wanted to talk about regarding leading men in the organizations they're in, they wanted to talk about how do you answer critics? How do you deal with it? And some of them, you know, have made mistakes. They've gone back and basically, you know, opposed women and spoken of, uh, you know, there is no such thing as toxic masculinity and men are good and all that kind of thing. They were pulled into that kind of trap. But all of them basically wanted to know How do you answer the critics of men who want to be good and noble men? How do you answer the critics of manhood in general so that those critics won't even hear that we're trying to be different kinds of men, that in the great man movement and and, and a lot of the men's movement that's going on in the world, it's a positive thing. It's trying to break from the uh, errors of the past. Uh, It's the kind of thing that these critics would probably embrace if they understood it. How do you answer them? And I'm delighted to talk about that for a few minutes. I want to say, first of all, that I believe in almost every kind of debate that you ought to engage in verbal martial arts. <laughs> now, what do I mean by that? Uh, verbal martial arts basically means, you know how it is, many of you have studied martial arts. When someone comes at you in a martial art, you use their force against you against them. So a guy, let's say he's coming with a really round punch 
Well, a good martial artist will catch that person's hand and continue turn in such a way that he continues the direction of the punch, pulling the puncher's entire body weight with him. You've seen this before. Someone swings, uh, like in a TV show, maybe the 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 the, the uh, the person who's acting, who's doing the actual stunts for the actor, uh, you'll see somebody swing a, a overhand and somebody just steps into their body and flips them over their shoulder. Well, this is what martial arts is all about. It's using the force of your opponent against them. And when it comes to verbal things, when it comes to debate things, what you want to do is this. And I strongly recommend this when we're trying to answer for manhood and what's happened in the past. I strongly recommend that we concede everything that we can truthfully concede. If I'm sitting in a room with young women and they are furious about toxic masculinity and they're upset about maybe some of them have been abused or maybe some of them have been, you know, sexually molested on university campuses or, or who knows what the situation is. They've been mistreated by men. You know what? It is foolish and, it, and it's actually, I think, wicked for me to get up and to not deny all that and say all men are, are fantastic. That's just stupid. Of course they're not. So I want to concede, not just as a debating point, but because it's the righteous thing to do. I want to concede uh, every truthful allegation they have. I mean, you've heard me say time and again, the government, U.S. government statistic is that 20% of all women on college and university campuses in the United States are abused. Well, it's men doing that. And I'm not going to defend that. I'm not going to say, no, that's not true. Or what? You need to get over it. Or, or well, don't go to college or something stupid like that. No, I'm going to feel their pain. I'm going to say, I'm sorry about that. And you are right. That is evil. That is wicked. That has got to stop. Why wouldn't I say that? So concede. I want to uh, concede, not because I'm weak, not because I don't have an argument. If any woman's been sexually abused, if any woman's been mistreated by men, um, if, if any system has been patriarchal to the detriment of women, then I want to concede that. I want to concede that there's been tox- toxic masculinity. I want to concede that there's been male privilege. Absolutely. But then I want to say, and this is the critical key, concede what you can. I'm not going to argue with a woman about whether toxic masculinity exists in the world. Instead, I'm going to say, I I agree, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm proposing a version of manhood that will answer this. Do you see what I've done? I'm actually trying to concede what they say and show them that the answer for the allegations they make is the great manhood, the noble manhood, the righteous manhood that I'm contending for. Because no man who's following my influence and my, hopefully my example and what I teach is going to molest women. No man is going to dominate anybody. No man is going to cheat his daughter. No man is going to, is going to grope a woman on a subway or you understand what I'm saying. No man's going to be a, one of the abusers. No man's going to go postal and shoot up a school. No man, nobody that I'm influencing, nobody that is living out what Stephen Mansfield's teaching or the other leaders that we talk about all the time who are trying to impact men. No, no, nobody who follows John Eldridge is going to mistreat a woman. Uh, no, nobody who reads the books that, that I recommend or is involved in Promise Keepers or the new version of Promise Keepers under Ken Harrison or, uh, or reads those kinds of books. No one who is under that influence is going to, is going to be part of the toxic masculinity epidemic. 
So what you want to do in discussions, what you want to do in social media, what you want to do even in your own home when this comes up, is you want to concede what you can. You want to concede what is true. Let's not lie. We, don't, we, don't, we have no obligation to defend bad men in the past. We have no obligation to defend rapists and abusers and, and systems that were unfair. We have no obligation to do that. Instead, let's concede and then let's show that what we are about is the answer. I put in almost all of my books for men, a little note to women. And the one I've got, the book I've got coming out soon, I spent a whole paragraph or two. Uh, The new book is called Men on Fire. It'll be out in 2020. But I specifically say to women, don't be afraid of this. This is the answer to what you're complaining about. This is the answer to what's gone wrong in society. Toxic masculinity is the disease. Great masculinity is the cure. To be a great man for your sons, the men you work with, the men in society, to be great men, good men, noble men, righteous men, that's what I'm contending for, and that's the answer. So men, I want you to engage with women in these discussions. I want you to be courageous to answer people who use hashtags like men are trash in Africa and so on. I'm proud of you for wanting to stand up, but don't stand up for wickedness. Don't stand up for stupid men. Don't stand up for the idiot on television who's doing a happy dance because he found the remote control in the couch, you know, and his whole family's rolling their eyes. Describe that a thousand times. Don't, don't, don't stand up for the, for the abusive idiot who's, you know, shoving 20s into some girl's underwear while she dances around a pole or, or, or who's molesting a girl on a college campus or, or sp- speaks of women in derogatory, hurtful ways. You understand what I'm talking about. Don't, you, don't have, you have no obligation to defend those systems. Admit that they're evil. Admit that they're wrong. Admit there's been bigotry. Ad, ad, admit these things. I, 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 won't, I won't insist that you hold this view, but I hold the view that if a woman can do the same job as a man, she'd be, she could be making the same pay. Absolutely. That's, that's just fairness. So that may not be your view, but it's mine. I, I concede all of those things. And then I say, now listen to me for a moment while I tell you what I'm contending for in the lives of men. And I got to tell you, when I do that in discussions and debates, even just sitting with people on airplanes or, or conversations with skeptical wives of men who are working with me or whatever, women in almost every case say, okay, I see what you're doing. I see that this is the answer to what I have been grieving over in men and in the treatment of women. You're, you're part of the solution. That's what I want to hear. That's what I'm working for. You are part of the solution. You are making a difference. You are answering this. I am happy for them. They are actually out there identifying a crisis that I too agree with, that I believe is a crisis also, that I too am identifying. I would suggest, however, that many of the people raising concerns about toxic masculinity don't have any solutions. I mean, the the ideas on the university campus of let's teach history in such a fashion that it's against manhood. Stupid. Let's be bigoted against boys. Stupid. Uh, let, let's, let's be radical feminists or lesbians, or let's go an extremely female. Dr- no, stupid. It's not going to work. It's not going to, it's not, it's not going to be successful in society. But if I can teach men to be noble men, if I can teach men to be great men, if I can teach men to know their power and take care of their souls and have a band of brothers and be devoted to the good of children and women in society and use their strength for that purpose, if I can teach them to launch women to their greatness while at the same time uh, tending their own souls and taking care of who they are and achieving their own destinies and greatness, well, then, then, then we have the answer for what's going wrong in society. So when you contend... Don't defend the indefensible. Instead, 
Concede what you can, not because you're a coward, but because you agree. And then show that what we are about here and this, call it what you will, great man, noble man, good man, righteous man. You know that I use all those words every time because I don't want to make it just about me and my organization. But when you, when you have conceded, then present what we are doing, what we are about, the values we share, the manhood we're encouraging as the answer to the problems society is grieving over. Because it is the answer. And that's why we do what we do. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 